It's time to save your progress and tune in. Multiple Nerdgasm presents Save File with your hosts, Luke and Hannah. All right, so uh, we're about 10 minutes into recording the podcast. Yep. And then I worked out that I wasn't actually recording my voice at all. But fortunately, you speak loudly enough. You were still getting picked up a bit by my mic. But not enough. Not enough to... It would have been terrible to try and edit. I don't think I'm actually that soft-spoken, but apparently I am. (laughs) 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 Thank you, harsh truths of Blue Yeti microphones. (laughs) Uh, It's just because I don't know how to mix things yet. I'll learn one day, I'm sure. Yeah, did anyone ever teach you how to do... Like, you wanted to edit videos at one point. Yep. Did anyone come to your assistance, to your aid? Dan did, but I didn't actually pay attention to what he was saying. So you got Dan, who is legitimately a professional at this stuff. Yes. And very, very good. Yes. He's made movies, does ads all the time. And is surprisingly patient. Yep. And you got one-on-one time with Dan. Almost certainly did. And then... I really wasn't paying attention. You got lost in his eyes, didn't you? They're very beautiful eyes. What colour are they, Luke? I don't know. He's short. What? (laughs) I look over his head. What? (laughs) He's one of our most consistent listeners. (laughs) It just works out that way. What? I don't have a good memory for stuff like that. Actually, congratulations to Dan. He's recently become a father. He has, with little Charlie. Charlie the Wonder Dog. Charlie, we love you. I don't understand you the don't. Wonder Dog reference. I'm going to have to show you this. I think I actually do have the best bits of The Late Show. What's The Late Show? The Late Show was... Uh, I'm t- going to stop you there. Any, anything where you're like, it was, means that it's um, in the 90s or early 2000s, therefore unimportant today. No, no, no. You actually, a lot of the shows that you watch and find funny are actually done by the people who sort of were in The Late Show, like Mick Malloy, um, Rob Martin... Oh, so you mean the degeneration people? Yes, the degeneration. They went from the degeneration to the late show. Ah, so I'm actually ahead of you. Well, no, because yeah. Charlie the Wonder Dog and the Piss Week Kids were actually on the late show, and that's what we're talking about. No. Charlie, we love you. It was really good because they'd have like Charlie the Wonder Dog. Was it like Skippy, where Skippy could do anything short of brain surgery with chopsticks while landing a helicopter? It was very much like that, but when they'd have like the dog, and then they just you see it like they're pulling it on a rope to try to get it to go where it's going and things like that. Ah, uh, like Gus Marenghi's Dark Place. Yeah, like, exactly like that. That's a great show. Yeah. Yeah, it has Moss from the IT crowd. Mm. Before he was Moss from the IT crowd. He doesn't really do much anymore. He sort of um, went to Hollywood and then never went anywhere after that. Are you kidding? He has those great travel shows. The what shows? He does travel shows and he's got Gadget Man. No. His travel shows are really good. I haven't seen any. Don't believe they exist. Just because you haven't seen something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yep. It's like the female orgasm. <laughs> what? <laughs> doesn't exist. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Just going to leave that conversation <laughs> there. <laughs> There's no way that this is resolved neatly. (laughs) (laughs) So, speaking of things that were not resolved, apparently you are a shape-shifting detective who 
kind of detected, but never shapeshifted. Yeah, I got it. I started playing it, and it's so you're going to this town to investigate a murder, and yeah. so you, you go to a guest house, and there are some psychics there. Yep, as is common. Yep. Always tripping over psychics. There are three psychics there. And now the police chief, who believes that one of them did the murder because she came to him the night before and went, hey, there's going to be murder and this woman's going to be murdered and all this ah, stuff. so she was too effective. That's sort of where I got up to because I had a hard time with the acting. The acting just, I struggled a bit with it. I, I will go back to it once I work out the, the achievements, but... Was the acting as natural as my very wooden attempts? No, no, no. I've, I've seen I've seen worse acting than that. Than mine? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that's saying something. Like you've seen the the whole Black Hog movies that we made back in the day. You trot those out at every occasion. I yep. think you're actually very proud of them. We are. They are great movies. They're great. They explain shorts. nothing. It makes sense if you were in the movie because. Someone gave you context at some point of like... We all came up with the context together. It's like, oh yeah, it's a post-apocalyptic world and, you know, these people live in like the wastelands. None Ah, of that is on screen. The vacuum. That is one of my favourites. None of that is on screen. But the acting was worse than that. Well, not all of the people in it. It was worse than my acting. Yeah, you're not bad. I can act. Yeah, you're pretty good. Yeah. Shout out to that guy, though. He seemed to believe he was an African-American gangster, but is clearly from Western Sydney. Ah, Bill and ac- Chunk. But his accent <laughs> goes on a wild tour. <laughs> so I'll get back to that once. One of the achievements is a little buggy at the moment, so I'm a little hesitant to continue playing it. Yeah. Um, the buggy, the bug is the achievement. The achievement is to shapeshift through all of the characters. But evidently that's a bit buggy, so I'm going to hold off on that for a little bit. Wait, so you shapeshift by taking on the appearance of another character? Yes. I thought you turned into like an animal and then like used your dog sense of smell to see. No, no, no. You actually turn into the other characters and then go and talk to the people again and try and get more information out of people that way. But you have to be careful how you talk to people because you don't want people to catch on that you're a shapeshifter. I don't quite understand (laughs) the universe where shapeshifters are real. It's a bit strange. Ah, uh, they're in the True Blood universe. Yeah, but I don't think this is games in the True Blood universe. Or oh, maybe it is. Maybe I need to play a little bit more. Are they vampires? I haven't got that far. Is Charlene Harris's name anywhere on it? I have no idea. Well, if you're not sure, the answer's probably no. Because yes. Because I have a lot of respect for her. She's really good at guarding her intellectual property in a way that's like, hey, we can have some fun with the licensing, but give credit. Which is how it should be really for authors. You're happy for everything. Hmm. So the other game I've been playing this week is Lego Dimensions. Because you love the building and then putting them on the little platform, then they come to life and you have to collect 50 billion figurines. You really do have to collect a lot of... Well, you don't actually have to collect that many figurines. Like a lot of the figures, they sell different packs. Yeah. Which are just like, here's a figure. Like I got you Wonder Woman. Don't need her for anything. I don't even know which games I'm allowed to play with her in. I don't know where the figurine is. Don't pretend things are presents for me when they're really for you. But no, with this, you can you buy the story packs, and then you can buy big story packs. So I recently got the big Ghostbusters pack, and I'm thinking this is going to be a lot of achievements. It is it's not. exactly the same amount of achievements for getting a cheap pack. I'm happy I got it on sale. 
So in conclusion, Lego Dimensions, is it worth it? It is if you like Lego games, but you don't need to go and get all the expansions. Can you lend your Dimensions figures to other people? Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, it's just, they're like the little NFC chips. Okay. That just, when you put them on, they just register so and away they go. If you and your pals each bought a pack, mm. that that would be quite cost effective. Yes. But I don't have any friends in Australia. There are going to be a lot of people listening to that who are very hurt by that statement. I don't have any friends in Australia who buy Lego Dimensions figures. Is that because they don't know how much fun they are? Actually, you don't even need... You can don't even have to buy, like, the Xbox version or the PlayStation version. Like, once you buy the figures, they work on everything. <gasps> the first multi-platform. Well, maybe not first. No, platform, multi-platform's been around for a long time. So, the other game that came out this week that I've been... I'm not going to give a full review this week. I've only just started playing it today. It was Fallout 76. What does the 76 refer to? Uh, it's a 76 volt. The what? The 76th volt. Oh, okay. So every volt gets a number. Yeah. And it's volt 1, volt 2. The very first Fallout game was volt 13, which is one of my favourites. And then there was volt Fallout 2, which I forget which volt that was. <gasps> That's probably my favourite of all the Fallout. If only you had a Fallout reminder literally tattooed on your body. Oh, wait. I do, but he doesn't have a volt number on him. He's he just... does. No, he doesn't. On his back. I don't have his back tattooed on me. Well, then that's just lazy tattooing. Well, no, because I got the front tattooed on me. <laughs> Why didn't you get his back tattooed on the other side of your arm? Maybe I will. You won't. No, I won't. It's, not... in, it's in an awkward spot to do that kind I'm of thing. I'm thinking of getting Donald Duck as <gasps> Han Solo. Is Donald? Is Donald. Do you want to explain that reference for the listeners? Because I don't know if everyone's experienced All right. this beautiful story. We went to Disneyland in. What was it, Tokyo? Hong Kong. Hong Kong. We this went to, happened this year. We went to Hong Kong Disney. I had got sick on that one. It may have been alcohol related, may not have been. That wasn't in Hong Kong. I was very tired. I was in a wheelchair at the stage and I had a Donald Duck hat on. And it was like <laughs> Donald Duck's face. Okay, I'm going to just stop you You, you tell the story. Because all that's lies. <laughs> yes, you were wearing your Donald Duck hat where, like... The bill of the, like, baseball cap style is Donald Duck's, well, bill, because he's a duck, and you were in the wheelchair, and you really, really, really wanted to meet Donald. He's the best character ever. You were very keen on Donald. So, we're in the main square, and we'd be warned by people, you know, if you want to ask where a character is appearing, you need to ask, oh, hey, do you know where so-and-so will be hanging out? And we knew Donald was meant to appear at, I think it was something like 11 a.m., so we went up to this attendant, I pushed up in your chair, and what did you say you said to her? I said, excuse me, miss, could you please tell me where Donald Duck will be later? What actually happened was Luke tucked his chin down, pointed at the hat that he was wearing, and just said, is Donald? And she bobbed down and just went, hello, Donald, are you having a magical day? And gave you a sticker. <laughs> I was trying to find out where he was going to be. It was the best because then I followed up with, oh, no, he would, he would like to meet Donald. Where will Donald be hanging out? And she was like, oh, yes, Donald will be visiting like this area very soon. That was great when you had a line up and everything. But it was just hilarious. 
what did it not? Because throughout that, I think you just committed and you went, thank you. <laughs> I got to meet Donald. That's the end of that story. A special day for a special boy. <laughs> so, yeah, I started playing Fallout 76 today. Yes. Is your character Donald? No, my character's Mara Jade. Why do you always name them after people from the no longer canon extended universe? Because that's what I always name my characters in the, st- in the Fallout games. Always. I've always been female and it's always been Mara Jade. Okay. I'm I'm struggling with it a little bit at the moment. Emotionally? Yes. Because? It feels very empty. Is this because not many people are playing it yet? or No, I've come across some other people and I see other people on the map. But the reason why it feels empty is you don't talk to anyone. I don't. I don't. I I stay away from other ca- other real people because I don't want to play with them. Because hang on, are you like the little goth kid on the playground? We like. Oh my god, everyone is just sheeple. I don't want to talk to them. Let me just go brood in this corner. Why won't anyone talk to me? I'm so alone. No, nothing like that. A little bit. No. A little bit. Nothing like that. Okay, what's it like then, Luke? Lay it out for us. It's Fallout to me has always been a single play game, and I'm trying to play through the story, and there is yeah. a story there. And the reason why I don't want to play with other people is I've run in the only one person I've actually ran into and actually got close enough to interact with hit me with an axe. That could happen in real life as well. And also in the apocalypse, wouldn't you want to work together? Well, no, that's weird. At the start of the game, they go, hey, everyone in the Vault 76, because the whole story is everyone's in Vault 76, you get the all-clear code, and you're all meant to venture out and go your separate ways yeah. to rebuild America, to make it great again. Only America. Yes. Well, why would the American Vault try to make Australia great after the apocalypse? Well, apparently you're pitching in with them. Because I'm in that vault. Yeah. Only with the Fallout games, you run into people and you talk to people and you have conversations. This one, all the missions I'm getting are from holotapes. Or I'll hear, I'll read something. Like, there's no talking with anyone. And, yeah, I'm not not enjoying that at much at the moment. But we'll see how it goes. I'll give probably a better review or more in-depth review next week, I'm thinking. Yeah, so listeners, please play with Luke. He is lonely. Well, if if you do want to play with me, please so send me an email at safefile at, yeah, safefile at dot com. <laughs> How do you not know our email address? I I stumble sometimes. What's our Facebook? Well, we only have the multiple nogasm Facebook page. And our Instagram? We only have the um, multiple nogasm. That's the way. Well, if anyone wants to do the social aspect of safefile. Email us. I'm happy for you to take over. Yeah. Unfortunately, the way to build one of these, uh, to build this, is to do the social aspect, and I'm not good at social. Just like real life. Yeah. I just don't do it. Although you do have friends in real life. Yes. Even some in Australia. I have to sh- I have to give a shout out to Charlie. Why are you giving a shout out to Charlie? Because he said he will listen if I give him a shout out. He, he likes to try and listen into episodes where he think he might be mentioned. He told me this last time I saw him. No, that was part of his, yeah, I've never listened to you guys, but I would totally listen if it was all dedicated to me. No, he he listens. Okay. Well, why don't you make it a challenge then? Like, put in a code word that Charlie has to say next time he sees you, so we'll know if he actually listens. 
funky chicken. Funky chicken. Mm-hmm. What what is that? It's a code word. It's two words. Well, it's a code words. A phrase? A phrase, if you will. Yeah, code phrase. We'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> so funky chicken. Funky chicken. All right, Charlie. We'll see if you actually do listen, like you said. Yeah, but let's do a shout out to Brad as well, because Brad never asks us for anything. No. That's pretty awesome. That reminds me. I actually said we're going to have a good giveaway this week. <gasps> yes. And this comes up as a neat segue because Brad's one of those people who actually won one of our previous giveaways and emailed us a thank you, which mm. we thought was well classy. Yes. Although not as classy as Darcy, high-fiving you at PAX. Yes. Giving you a hug. I got a hug. Yeah. Hi, Darcy. <laughs> So I put no thought into this. No. no. No thought at all. That's so unlike you. Everything is meticulously planned. Remember how we were recording not an hour ago with one microphone? <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe I messed that up. You don't? What do you mean you don't? I don't it happened. <laughs> I, I know, but I was actually looking at it going, that looks a little bit off, and then I'd look away and look back and I'd go, oh, no, it looks okay. And then I'm... Because you're looking at it while I was talking, going, oh, cool, cool, yeah. it's, it's picking up what we're putting down. Yeah, just not what I was putting down. Okay, what are we giving away this week that is amazing? I don't know. What? I, I really have no idea. Um, Game of your choice. What? I'm going to give listeners, they have to somehow... Work out a way. We have to work out a way how we're going to give one listener a game of their choice. How would I do that? Maybe get them to write in, explain what game they want and why, and then we organize that. Person with the best entry wins. That sounds good. Or you could get them to post a picture that it shows why they need a particular game, but that could go south very quickly. Mm. Yeah, I don't want. I don't need more dick pics on my Snapchat. I've seen. I've seen enough dicks. That's mostly you sending them to yourself. Yeah, I've still. I've still seen enough. Okay. You can only see so many dicks. I'm not going to disagree with you. It's, <laughs> I'm also a bit scared what's going to happen to the save file. Just... All right. So email save file at multiplenerdgasm.com. Yep. Give a short twenty five words or less. That is short. Yep. <laughs> About why you deserve to get a game from us. Yeah. And what game and what platform. Okay, by the time they've spelled out the title of the game and the platform, they've left with about 20 words. Yep, so they've got to make it short. Now, with this game, because Bonus this... points for haikus. Now, with this, because this is sort of any game, we're going to give sort of a time frame on this. That seems reasonable. So, entries have to be in by the 17th of December. 17th. Yep. One seven. So, because we know that people won't listen to this on the day it comes out. Shame on you, by the way. Hang on, hang on. Seasonal title: Chris Cripple Kringle, Luke delivers a game of your choice. <laughs> yes. Let's do it. <laughs> Chris Cripple Kringle. Yeah. This is happening. I've just realised I could have gone with Chris Cripple or Cripple Kringle. Or crippleness. Nope. But no. You went all out. <laughs> just like we're doing with this giveaway that you've only just announced and I've just been made aware of. <laughs> That's going to cost me lots of money. Not necessarily. You might have someone who's like, hey, man, you got that sweet Monopoly 2012 edition? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not actually. Uh, that, 
Yeah, that's not actually too expensive. I think it's like twenty dollars. Okay, we there are some limits though. It has to be an actual game, not just one you wish existed. No, no, no. I, I want it to be one that you wished existed because I'll just send you a piece of paper with a name on it. It'd be a shit game, but. <laughs> and it needs to be one that Luke can send you digitally. So, not a board game. Not it a board game. Be, I can send it game. to you on Xbox or I can send it to you via Steam. Yeah. I can't. I don't know if PlayStation has gifting, but I don't have a PlayStation to do it. But I know I can gift games on Xbox. We also are not very sure how the post works. No. I really don't like going Darcy to the post office. I'm still shocked that your PAX Pass arrived. I'm amazed it got there. Yeah. Yeah. I really am. But don't, we don't want those people to be like, oh, hey, buy your tickets and accommodation and meet us in Melbourne and we'll try and meet up and hand over this pass because we thought that could get ugly quickly. Yeah. I, honestly, if, if I won a competition and that's how I got the ticket, I probably wouldn't go. Yeah. Okay. So, Luke. Do you want to go over the conditions one more time? All right. You have to email me in 25 words or less yep. about why you deserve to get a game, Yep. what game you want, and what platform you want it on. Yeah. By the 17th of December. And you send it to? Safefile at multiplenergasm.com. Correct. And that's all we need. That's it. Yeah. I'm nice and easy. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you know it. All right. So that'll do us for another week. So next week I will have a bit more of a... Hopefully, I'll get a bit further into Fallout and see if it grows on me a little bit more. Yep. Uh, next week, we also have Stormboy coming out. Yes, the Colin Teeley video game. I bet he never imagined that would happen. So, I'm not sure how that one's going to go. The achievements are looking good, so that'll probably be the first time I actually understand the story. Or yes. have heard of the story. It is a complicated tale of a boy and his pelican, Mr. Percival. There's an achievement for having three pelicans. That seems unfair to Mr. Percival. Yeah, I don't know how that works. What else? Hmm, it's sort of hard because when I look at what games are coming out, sometimes I'll see games are coming out like across the world and we won't get some of them in Australia. But if you are in one of those countries, feel free to email us and boast. Luke loves those ones. All right, so I think I know the game I'm going to go with this week, which I'd have to work out how to get a copy of, which is YouTuber's, YouTuber's Life OMG Edition. Now, what this is, this is a game, a sort of a simulation game about how to become a YouTuber, where you stream games and stuff. Weren't you saying you needed to be bigger on social media? Yeah. Is this why you need this game? Yes, so this will teach me what I need to do. Excellent. Just like you learned how to be a zookeeper from Zoo Tycoon. Yep. You just sell off the diseased elephants. You can't sell them when they're sick. Luke. That's a key plot point. You have to get them to full health again. <laughs> just put them down. That's not an option. It no should be. animals die. Once they reach 15 years of age, you release them into the wild. What? What do you mean, what? You, the... get, you get achievements for releasing them into the wild. I need to sit down and play that. I actually have it on the Xbox, on the Windows here. Because it came out on Windows but, as well. But you do reach a point where you can't grow the zoo anymore. And once I bred some growler bears, I was like... Growler? Yeah. Grizzly bears crossed with polar bears. Is that a real thing? It's a real thing. You know how a grizzly bear is possibly one of the most terrifying animals on Earth? No. Well, it is. And then the polar bear makes the grizzly bear look like a teddy bear. Growlers are... Like, they've got the strength and the speed speed of the polar bear, but the, like, ferociousness of the grizzly. They're 
They're very scary. Do animals. you get to spray it with the hose? Uh, I remember no. that being part of the game. No, you spray the animals. That's the elephant and rhino enclosures. Spray with the hose. Clean them up when they get dirty. What the hell? <laughs> what have your horse games taught you? <laughs> oh, there's a new horse game coming out in a few weeks. I'm oh, so gosh. looking forward to it. Is it Red Dead Redemption 3? No. What is it? It's, um, oh, My Little Riding Champion. Oh, no. It's coming out in a couple of weeks. I can't wait to play it. Isn't that what you wanted to name one of your Red Dead Redemption horses? It's my horse and me. My little riding champion. Love that horse. My little buddy. So many of these podcasts just sort of segue into Luke and his horses. Just how it works. Have you ever been horse riding? Once. I nearly fell off. How'd you fall? What? The horse ran fast and I wasn't paying attention and nearly fell off. Do you want us to take you to horse camp this summer? At our achievements? Yes. Then let's do it. There are ribbons. <gasps> I need a ribbon. Do you? Mm-hmm. Pretty ribbon. Oh, pretty, right. pretty ribbon. So what's my riding champion? I don't know. I have no idea. It's coming out in a couple of weeks. I just saw it. My riding champion. It's got to be like my horse and me. I'm just, this is going to be awesome. What's the rating on it? <laughs> I honestly don't know. I just saw the name of it, and I've gone, please be like a a spiritual successor to my horse and me. A spiritual successor. I'd be okay with that. I really hope. So I'm looking at the picture of it now. Now it's my little riding, so it looks like a, a, a woman riding a horse. That's all I know about this game. That. <laughs> there are no pictures, no nothing. I just see the cover. I will look into this, and we'll have more to discuss before it comes out next week. In a couple of weeks. I sincerely hope the creators of My Little Riding Champion somehow stumble across this podcast and use that clip of you going, it's the spiritual successor. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yes, this is what we need in our trailer. <laughs> we will see. Well, that's it for this week. So tune in next week to see what information I find out about My Little Riding Champion. Yeah, that's the real reason people tune in. And do send in your entries to that competition. Luke totally did not just make up on the spot. No, not at all. <laughs> we'll, we'll, a well-thought-out competition, that was. 